0: His best friend is his mother. Janet!
1: Scott, Janet! Matt! Oh, you're so cool, Brewster!
0: I guess
2: everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? It was an asylum! And it was hell! 20 years of pure hell! Movies don't create psychos! Movies make psychos more creative! They're all gonna
1: love you! Hey, shouldn't you be folding towels somewhere, snipping jock straps? You better give me those shoes, that mine give them back to me!
0: How many times do I have to tell you Ursula Andress belongs with the transvestites, not the
1: perverts?
2: Oh, you heterosexuals.
1: It rubs the lotion on
2: its skin or else it gets the hose again. You're a bullshit artist. They're coming, they're coming.
3: I couldn't believe Lillian <laughs> Gish was in it until she was Was she older than Bassey's Davis? Yeah. She was. Probably only t- about 10
2: years old. older than her thing.
3: I've got some films for right her there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was her, <laughs> I her
2: She didn't do any real... Did you
0: really have any success talkies wise or just gave up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Scream <laughs> Queens. <talk>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright. Uh, we were just in the middle of talking about Lillian Gish and Betty Davis. There was a horror link there though. Vincent Price is also in the film we yeah. were talking about. Anyway, my name is Jonathan Larkin.
1: I'm Stephen Watt.
0: I'm Martin Infinity.
3: I'm Jonathan Butler.
0: And we're the horror podcast that brings you a bit of a queer slant on horror, but mainly we just talk about horror because we like horror. A lot. Uh, instead of talking about an old film tonight we're actually bringing ourselves up to date and a few of us have actually been out and seen new current horror films in a cinema in a cinema, cinema. Yes. outside uh, <laughs> oh, <and God. laughs> we were allowed out <laughs> we actually figured out the code to the door that Ben's got us locked behind <laughs> and uh, we made it out to see a few films before we were dragged back in so yeah, we have all been doing our homework this last couple of weeks and I think the one is the one film that we've all seen now we're all like reporting back to each other really aren't we well do you know let's start off with Terrifier because I watched it this morning Yeah, Mm -hmm. and it's fresh in my mind I got up at half seven this morning no no I got up at half six this morning to go to the gym and it was raining and my arms were sore so I thought I'll go tomorrow instead and then I watched Terrifier instead which turns out to be Quite the workout. There's been a lot of positive chat about it, hasn't there? Positive stuff all over the internet. Yeah. Liverpool Horror Club did a screening of it last week, I think it was. Yeah, and I've seen like quite mixed things, but, but mainly positive stuff, so I thought well, I'll give it a look. What if that guy did this to your car? <laughs>
2: what guy? The clown? you think someone slashed my tires? Well, he knows this is your car. He saw us getting into it earlier. Hey! Handsome! Cut it out! My friend wants your number! Kill you! What is it, Tara? Dawn and I are sort of stranded. She has a flat tire and no spare, and I was kind of hoping you could pick us up.
3: This guy is armed and he's a total (laughs) maniac.
0: With you. What, did you think he was going to hack me up into little pieces or something? Uh, I
1: quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it too, I thought it was good. First half, I was like ready to check out and I felt like they were relying too much on the fact that Clans are scary. Mm. I think that's what the first premise was.
2: So yeah, tell us what the premise is, because I haven't seen it. Of and course. if yeah, people haven't actually caught on to the fact that it's coming out, they might not know
0: That would help, wouldn't it? Yeah. So the premise is, Terrify It is, it's like a and slash horror set on Halloween night as well, isn't it? Yeah, because they're not in costume. And it's about a psycho clown called Art the Clown. Art or Ars? Art. (laughs) Art (laughs) Art the Clown (laughs) is another film that you've seen on Tumblr. (laughs) (laughs) On, on. <laughs> <laughs> I just did squeezy grab emotions my me you think after 62 episodes I'd remember he see. did it on my bum that's, <laughs> that's annoying and he's over to the other side of the room and I still <laughs> managed to grab his bum uh, so uh, yeah Art the Clown is kind of like just chasing these couple of girls throughout the first half of the film mm. so there's two girls I did actually make some notes on this one Tara and Victoria are out they've been trickled no they haven't been trickled <laughs> 11 <laughs> yeah. like 25 or something and um, Tara's like the good girl with sort of dark hair a bit gothy looking a bit mm. sensible and Victoria's like trashy blonde, she was been played by Tara Reid 15 years ago, <laughs> yeah. before she had that dodgy tit job, um, and um, they're sort of out and they're getting stalked by this weird clown guy, and he is really quite creepy isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah,
3: it's creepy. It's good. He manages to be funny but still quite creepy, he's mm. about to start with sitting in a pizza place, yeah. and when she's staring over at him, and he's pulling funny faces. Yeah. And every time it, the camera, it's really good. It's like yeah. when the camera cuts away and then looks back at him, and every time he's doing a different face, and it, it manages to be funny, got creepy <laughs> at the same time. Experience. Yeah, I thought that was really <laughs> creepy. Yeah, that was good. Cool. Because yeah. when I think when a mate turns around to look, as it's as if it to say, oh, look, he's he's being creepy, and then when she turns around, he's just being normal. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think the good thing about that as well is that you can imagine a clown just doing that. Like, yeah. it wouldn't have to be a serial killer clown who would think it was funny to do that, yeah. they could yeah. literally have just been. A crank. Just for the
0: winter. Yeah. 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 Um it's yeah, it's a it's sort of low budget. Is it adapted from a short? I it think is. it is, yeah. It's
3: yeah. a shorts on YouTube, I think. And that's art the clown, isn't it? It's from yeah.
0: like yeah. a I think it's a
1: Portmanteau horror short. Like right. no, it was in a collection. Yeah. And then he extended on that one because it was popular.
0: So it's one of those films, isn't it, that sort of come out sort of snuck out onto video on demand, but people have gone, Oh my god, this is actually quite good, so it's it's developed a bit of a cult following already mm. and I think people have seen it as a bit of a scary clown film in the way that the It, it, it film
1: was it was <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was definitely scarier yeah but it wasn't scary either no it wasn't but scary it,
3: there was more gore there was more kills there was at least more horror yeah, yeah.
0: That one is, I have yeah. to say I found them creepy but I genuinely wasn't scared for the whole of the film no and I was half asleep with my headphones on alone in the house as well so I was
3: susceptible to being scared and I wasn't really there was one bit that I thought was really creepy i think it might have been the bit you saw roxy yeah i thought that was really creepy yeah i don't know what i should say well spoiler, spoiler alert marvin hasn't seen it yet but we don't actually care go on yeah <laughs> but he he, you he murder someone and steals their tits That's, that was genuinely her, creepy i thought
1: it was the way he moved after he because yeah. it, like it's done as a reveal so she's going to look after this woman who she hmm. thinks dying on the floor and then, like, she turns around and realizes the woman's actually on the other side of the room with no <laughs> hair that, and none. She's like all mauled up. And then she, like, looks down at the person that she's looking after. And he turns around and it's the clown's face makeup, yeah. but with, like, her hair on top of him. And then he's wearing her tits as, like, a <laughs>
0: breastplate. Oh,
1: wow. <laughs>
0: and he starts to sort of move around, like, this mince about. But his silhouette is just Sharon Needles. Yeah. yeah of course. <laughs> it's just like watching Sharon Needles.
1: Well I was getting um very Marilyn Manson vibes, but like now I'm you Marilyn Manson, yeah, of course. Sharon Needles. It was like Yeah. Completely like, it was genuinely fucked up and creepy. This would make more sense incredible. if we put
0: it into the context of what happens before it but I am not that for <laughs> I think you'll enjoy it. That's that's one moment in it that I thought was really creepy actually. Um, so the girls are uh, they go for pizza. One of the most disturbing things about the whole film is how long they waited for those slices of pizza. Yeah, the one fucking slice of pizza. Yeah, what was it doing? Empty, <laughs> empty
3: bar. When one when one slice each yeah. turned up, I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Because they actually give just give it to you at the counter in most places.
0: <laughs> but anyway, um, so they take a long time pizza. So. That was
3: the, that was the most unbelievable thing about yeah, this film. I thought that you wait ten minutes for one slice of pizza. Yeah that's criminal. <laughs> um,
0: it says, I think I saw some of the reviews have said this film goes places that no horror has gone before. And actually, on paper, there are certain things that I hadn't seen before in, in a horror setting. I, just
3: saw, and just sort of new recently? Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, well, there, that's is, there, to there is that.
0: <laughs> but the, the one thing that I, that I was surprised by was that the serial killer likes to write his name in his own shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. I've never actually seen that done. No. No.
3: No. I thought that was yeah. Cause to Yeah, because they're making that guy clean up, aren't He's like, yeah. oh. And then he's got to go and cook the pizzas afterwards. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: so the girls leave the pizza joint and then they end up, um, one of them really needs to piss and there's like an empty building with a, like one janitor cleaning up. This, like, guy, this bald guy. It's
3: getting, like, fumigated, isn't it? And
0: yeah, the rat, There's rats, isn't it? So she's, she goes and asks, say, hey, mister, can I, can I use your bathroom? And she goes in there into this empty old building to use a similarly horrible toilet. Yeah. But I just piss
3: outside. She's She, she lady likes to
0: squat, I'm <laughs> <laughs> pissed. She'd just get in the grid, wouldn't she? So while she's in there, Art the Clown sneaks up on Victoria, who's waiting in the car. They've called her sister, Dawn, as well, to come and get them, because the car's... Oh, Art's slashing the tyres. So Ark creeps up on Victoria, kidnaps Victoria. Then while whilst Tara's having a pee, she then meets Crazy Cat Lady, who's um, got a porcelain doll as a baby called okay. Emily, who's a terrible, terrible actress.
3: Oh, she's terrible! Really terrible actress,
0: very bad. Yeah, and um, <laughs> she's like t- terrible actress. Um, put almost, almost to the point of Troll Two. Yeah. But not bad enough to be as amazing as Aunt Martha in Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> okay. Somewhere in, in between. In between the the term. Term. All hell breaks loose. Tara gets kidnapped and we, and um, Victoria is presented to her in a certain manner. Mm. And then a death happens, which is, again, I'm actually not going to spoil because I want you to be surprised by it. Yeah, But yeah. I had seen that before and I thought it was better than Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. And oh,
1: this is the first time I'd seen that Yeah so I was actually I was quite
0: shocked I was shocked by it because
1: I just hadn't seen it it was also it wasn't played too serious it was kind of played for laughs yeah. and fun in this was Tomahawk very it's unrealistic like, it's very brutal, brutal isn't it very it's very, very brutal. brutal I don't think many of the kills in this were very realistic like the, the <laughs> gore was kind of over the top and it was like everything yeah. was like a little bit too easy yeah. Yeah, like
3: skin yeah. just like flayed off it reminded me a bit of it's got a very trauma vibe to it it's got yeah. that low budget kind yeah. of played for laughs but, but that's good, you know. I like tremor films. Yeah. I, I grew up watching them, so
0: It was very it's very tongue in cheek. It's it is funny and, um, well, and
3: but as I was saying before though, I think it still manages to be creepy even though it I think there's a fine line but I think it stays on the right side of it. It I still manages really, to be creepy and be funny at the same time. I think it's thanks to the villain. I think yeah. he's
0: creepy and just inherently creepy, so that carries that doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, like we said before, it's
1: not scary but it's it's definitely creepy. It definitely yeah. has a His
3: creepy little ride. mini his little mini bike, his little mini tricycle at the end. That's great. Yes. Even just that, just to him go around, it was yeah. creepy.
0: I love when um, she stabs she stabs him in the toe and he gives her the finger. <laughs> <laughs> he just like flips in the bird. The yeah the downside to it is I thought all of the characters in it were shit. Yeah. And your yeah. body was developed. It was kind of I think also because of the way they set it
1: up, you just have to keep introducing new characters yeah, and to new, show up, yeah. new people so that stuff. they could kill them off. And like, oh, put that person said so there's only one person left. Oh, but then another person's gonna yeah, someone kill. else is going to turn up
0: now. Yeah, and it was oh, yeah, like it was just a bit too convenient. The yeah.
3: few phones is mates, and mm. then other people turn up and yeah, yeah, starts getting silly.
0: But they're all killed in very fun, horrible ways. and that make you yeah. square? So that's all good, but yeah, as it's it, as it, was definitely definitely it was definitely worth fun. to watch. Definitely worth it watching. It's his first feature. It's really good. It's really promising.
3: Yeah, if he gets a bit more money and you know, maybe develops the script a bit better, like, yeah, you know, better characters. Yeah, there was a line
0: at the end. There's like there's the usual grizzled desensitised mortician. You know, he's like heating by his cupboard, yeah. and he says, "Once you've seen an eight month old microwave to death, you've seen everything." Yeah, how yeah. is the seven? Which I, well, I thought it was the seven because how big is the microwave for an eight month old? In. Eight months is
3: quite big. You big.
1: can get oh, those um, really big ones that fit a fit, uh,
3: full turkey dinner in them, so there you go. If you're the kind of person that's going to microwave for like eight month old, you probably aren't feeding them either. <laughs> oh, giant! <laughs> <which happened. laughs> <laughs> so there's only yeah. one way to
0: find out. We're going to have to procure an eight month <laughs> old and shove it in my microwave. I, I'm
1: just going to keep my niece and nephew. <laughs> <laughs> How old are they, Stephen? If I was good enough for Holton now, I'd tell <laughs> you. And on that note, yeah,
0: um so that's terrifying. Look it look Yeah, definitely. It? And then on to So Stephen, last night you saw The Strangers 2, didn't you? Yes. Is it the same premise like someone in a cabin getting the door at the door or
1: Well it's set on a trailer park thing, but uh. it's so it's kind of got a like a summer camp vibe to it. Oh yeah. In the trailer park where they are, but it's out of season, so nobody stays in this trailer park past Labor Day. It's right. kind of the line, and the two owners get killed off in like the first first five seconds yeah. of the film. That's the setup, but their family are coming to visit them. Uh, and think, and you've got a troubled daughter who's getting sent away, and this whole family drama. And Christina Hendricks
0: is in it, isn't she? Yeah. From Mad Men.
1: It's kind of like what's going on isn't fully explained right with like but there's family drama once again and it kind of sets up a divide between the family
3: this place seems empty i think everybody leaves after labor day
2: this is nice right
3: there's someone else staying here Is Tamara
1: home? I think you have the wrong trailer.
3: I thought we were all alone.
1: It does it plays pretty similar beats. You get a lot the knocking for tomorrow. Yeah. And the light bulb being switched so that it doesn't show a face. It's the same three yeah characters obviously. And it is, but this time it's just it's a family of four instead of just the couple. And it's a little bit creepier because it's set on the caravan
0: park So is it more fast paced than the first
1: one? It's more fast paced, but they still manage to do the slow stalker thing still yeah. works quite well in it? Yeah and the main change to it is that they just put on a really good 80s soundtrack over the top of everything
0: right and is that
1: is there any context for that or is it just you just show up listening to the oh well, I think it was kids in America for the first <laughs> film <laughs> great but then my favourite scene is the killing one of them in their car gets stabbed under them, the throat but he's trapped in the car he, like, he physically can't move the killer the sack face killer literally yeah. gets into the seat next you see him on one side of the car and then he comes down the other side of the car and then he sits down next to him, and he presses through the channels on the radio until he finds a song he likes. And then hires the volume, and like gets himself in the mood, and he's just like this, and then starts killing him. And it was Kim Wilde again, but Cambodia. So they really like Kim Wilde, wow. It wild and wild. There was such a good, fun little scene. It's just loads of moments like that. Yeah. There's a pool scene. The way they use the music again in that scene is probably one of the cleverest uses of a song I've ever seen. Bonnie Tyler? clip stuff out oh, i was at turn around
0: yeah right <laughs>
1: and it's it's just the way they use the music yeah and the pool scene itself like the way that shot is just so good it's oh, such yes. a good little scene he's selling it to me i'd I'm certainly sorry, recommend yeah. it's, it it's it's scary and creepy and i would it's one of them i'd say don't see it in the cinema i think if you saw it at home it probably wouldn't be as creepy
0: highly recommended there from mm-hmm. Steven. we'll check that one out last week we saw ghost stories we did Mm-hmm. Have you seen, you've seen Ghost Stories? I saw Ghost Stories. Jonathan Butler hasn't done his homework. You <laughs> <laughs> just gave me the most disapproving from Jonathan Butler. That's great. <laughs> um, ghost Stories from 2017. Um, so, Ghost Stories is Jeremy Dyson and Andy Neiman. They've adapted it from. Is it Andy Neiman or Nyman? Nyman. Andy Nyman. Sorry, Andy, just in case you're listening to this. Which it might be because you tweeted me back last week because you were so impressed by me, actually, knowing one of your references. Anyway, so it's adapted from their play Ghost Stories, which The Guardian and people like that are reporting as having its premiere in London, when it actually premiered in Liverpool. It premieres at the Liverpool Playhouse, so get your facts straight. And then it moved to london and i did see it in london actually <laughs> Not yeah. um and i really enjoyed it on stage so i wondered whether it would be adapted well for the film that was a bit of a worry for me, um, but I'm happy to report. I think it was really well adapted. Yeah, I think uh, I think we all enjoyed it. didn't mm-hmm.
1: we? I really enjoyed
2: it. Yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Professor Philip Goodman. <coughs> my job is to explain the unexplainable, untangle the truth from the fiction. You don't
0: have to have your life ruled by superstitious fear. <sighs> Mr. Goodman. Everything you will spend a lifetime trying to debunk the supernatural. It's all true. Three cases I couldn't explain. You go and investigate if you dare. Things are not always as they
3: seem. tell me about your incident? You don't believe, dear. Do Hello? I
1: don't want people looking at me and thinking that I'm mad. Because I know what
2: I
0: saw. No, 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 no. <laughs> Do you believe in evil, Professor? I didn't, until that night. Maria?
3: These are signs.
2: I know you're still there.
1: The spirit. I'm I understand how easy it is to get confused. Don't let inference get into your head, mate. Everything is exactly as it seems.
2: You don't know everything.
0: Wait, wait, I don't like it. (laughs) The brain sees what it wants to see. Yeah, Philip Goodman, played by Andy Nyman, and he's a an, um, psychologist and sceptic, and in a sort of echo of, oh, what's it called, The Tragedy of Abba Thomas. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That starts with the seance, doesn't it? Mm. Um, and with an echo of that, he is someone who likes to disprove dodgy psychics, and he mm. sort of sits in on a, you know, one of these sort of TV psychics who's sort of selling all the crap to people in the audience, and he exposes them, he exposes them live on stage. There's a great line in there, isn't it, about fingering someone... Yeah, no, no, that's the next one when you're watching this video,
1: and it's possibly the funniest line I think I've yeah. ever heard in my life. Yeah. was was, um, she was upstairs fingering herself to... John Travolta. John Travolta. <laughs> John Travolta. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's like a ghost that's passing this message on. I've seen you fingering yourself to John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> like a very uh, like uh, Love's moment, that is <laughs> <it>? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I absolutely pissed myself laughing when he said that and I don't think anyone else in the cinema found that as funny as I did. But now I screamed laughing I was was screaming laughing and Teddy was like, shut up. And I was like, (laughs) 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 Base humour. Yeah.
0: Did you find, was your cinema a bit flat? For the audience a bit flat in the way they they, do? I didn't think anyone else enjoyed it as much as I was enjoying it. Loads of people have like when I've been tweeting about it, lots of people have been saying that they thought the, the audience seemed flat and that they weren't really into it. Um, and I had an issue with Arsenal we sort of fact, I mean, sort of on screen three and the sound in there is crap. Mm. It's really low and tinny, and I found that a bit of an issue for me, but still enjoys it. So he is someone who likes to disprove the existence of ghosts, more, and more importantly, the existence of dodgy mediums. But then a file turns up on his desk it, and it's like three unexplained ghost stories, and then we go through those portmanteau style. The first one being, like, a straight-up ghost story with Paul Whitehouse as a um, as a night watchman in an old um, factory. Well, it's a, I don't know what the place is, but it's an a band. It's, it used to be, like, a mental asylum. Yeah. yeah, a mental asylum, yeah. So he's in there, and he's hearing things and seeing things, and that's genuinely really scary, mm-hmm. I thought.
1: Yeah, that was really creepy. In fact, I found pretty much everything in this mm-hmm. creepy. Like, the creep factor was
0: high up. well the second story with Alex Lawther, in it was the boy in the end of the end fucking of the world who's really good that's a good story
1: a fantastic little actor in this yeah. and I was like I, would, I was thinking to myself that boy really is so good he needs to get like a show or something he needs something really good and then I looked it up and I went oh yeah I've seen him in a show mm. <laughs>
2: well I said that to you didn't I at yeah. the end I said he's a really really good actor and you, you told me he was in the mm. end of the fucking world so that made me go go home and watch it have you so watched, I've watched the whole
1: thing I've
0: watched the whole thing this week
1: I've only seen the first two I have seen the first two.
2: Oh no it's great is it worth
0: sticking yeah, with yeah it is worth sticking with and then the third story is um, Martin Freeman as like a rich guy who's being haunted by the poltergeist of something we won't give away just yeah, it was the least anything. effective of the three. Which, yeah, I thought was the weakest one of the three. The, the, the thing that I found really good, and then there's a wraparound story basically about Andy Lightman's character, the way you reveal something from his
3: past. You don't really get those portmanteau films, much anyone, do you really? You don't
0: really, and I've noticed that a lot of people who are criticising it are mainly com- are mainly comparing it to the old portmanteau films, mm. and they're the criticising the fact that, uh, it's not really a spoiler, but a lot of the time, the film, the, the story builds and builds and builds to the scare. Mm. And then stops, and that's then it goes true. to the next one. Yeah. But I think what they've done really well with this is they're telling them like real ghost stories. And when you tell someone a ghost story, something horrible that happened to, happen to you, yeah, it doesn't that begin in the middle and the end?
1: No. Yeah, it ends when at the big scare and that's it.
0: Yeah, and I found that to be its strength really. It felt realistic and relatable.
1: I agree on the first and third story. I think the first one ends really creepily, and that one ends little girl ghost, and she puts a finger in his mouth yeah. which is
0: didn't like that one bit and creeps like a nails up his mm-hmm. neck yeah and anything with all um, nails gets goes, that was
1: horrible it? and then the third one it's not that great a story that one anyway but that's like mm. that's fine I was happy with that thing. but the second one I just wanted to know more I can't even know what it is. it's the demon in the car isn't it it was the home setup that he yeah. has with the parents that are standing yeah. face on the wall and then yeah. there's someone upstairs but they're not someone upstairs and you're in the all It's
0: really fucking strange. And the thing that I the thing that I thought was scary, especially about the second one, was that it, it doesn't none of the characters exist in a big gothic crumbling mansion. They're mm. all normal people. So the first story he's in a pub that he tells a story and then the second one he he's just in a normal house, a normal like middle class home. Mm. But they managed to make those things scary, which I thought was good. Whereas the third one was weaker for me because it was set in a big house, big rich man's house, and it didn't yeah, it was feel... a bit more icy cold. Yeah, it? it didn't feel as it grounded as the first two, I thought. I'm
1: getting chills thinking about the second one. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I just... And I, I like that uh, there's a good comedy moment in that one because this is like, the wolfy demon creature, whatever it is, gets him in the car behind it's them. Brilliant. Brilliant. And it's just... The comedy moment there, that it's line... It, what is it? Well, he—he's he, he trying to get
0: out of the car, mm. and then you just see the demon's hands come over the shoulders from behind, and it says, "Stay with me." Mm-hmm. And he just goes, he just goes, "Fuck, Fuck that!" <laughs> 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 he jumps out of the car.
1: But that was like you did a great moment. or you were suspenseful, it was scary, and then it was just hilarious. But at mm. the same time, I was still scared when I was laughing as he yeah. was running away.
2: There's like a doesn't doesn't an, another bit. that's quite creepy. But, but funny, earlier, when he's at home, in the house, in the bedroom, and he's brought Andy Nyman into the air, into the bedroom, and you've seen the parents in the kitchen. And then they talk to him through the door. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's basically like any teenager, telling them to go away. But then, they continue talking, and it's silence, and then he goes, I know you're still there! Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's like, but actually, you know that they're still, you do yeah. know that they're still You're there, so it's horribly creepy. Yeah. But him doing that is really funny as well at the same time. At all. I just
1: didn't like, when he says that there's no one else in the house, even though we'd seen the parents it's, already, we'd seen yeah. some says, and he's like, there's no one in the house, I'll prove it to you, and like, it opens the door and shows it. Yeah. And he's like, do you want to go out? Yeah. And he's like, he goes, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. that. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> It's so uh, it's so th- so threatening. Yeah,
1: it is. It's just for me. This one is not like jumpy, scary at all. It's not like horror in that kind of sense. Scary. It's it's a really good ghost story, like campfire ghost story. It's kind of you yeah. know.
0: There's a sense creepy. of creepy, creeping, creepy, mm. chilling. It's, it's chilling. Yeah, it's chilling. It's quite quiet in mm. parts as well, and I think a lot of people have struggled with 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 the fact that it is quite it's not slow in the slightest but there's something quite yeah. old fashioned about it it which, is very old fashioned which I really respond to Yeah, it's very League of Gentlemen you know you can see the League of Gentlemen connection there in the script You can. there's lots of gags in it that are very League of Gentlemen you can see roles in it that you think oh 20 years ago Rishi Smith was played yeah. play to him and Mark Gattis was a play it's a, it's, it's to him so it's have they got any involvement in
3: it anywhere now I don't think they have
1: no. I thought the overall wraparound not the conclusion itself because I wasn't too fussed on that when you go back and see Andy Naiman's past and his thing that was really dark and sad all of a sudden, and it kind of changed. Yeah. Like, I think before that, it kind of retained its fun mm. elements with the skating, but then it just, it was kind of really bleak. It was sad. Yeah,
0: it became very bleak. But the story with the bully, we were talking about this, when mm. I mean, That if that film had been made 10, 20 years ago, that would have been much darker. I felt like the bully himself. It looked like the actor the Dad's Balls cut off a little bit. It, looked like, it sounded like the script of Dad's Balls cut off a little bit. It, was, it just wasn't quite as t- disturbing as I think mm. it's it set out to be. But I yeah. think that's due to what we can what we can and can't say these days in, no. in those sort yeah. of storylines. I think that's probably got a lot to do with it. Because it would have been more... I don't know language.
2: Yeah, it would... And there could have been another layer to it, couldn't it? Mm. Where it almost... It was almost like watching school kids bullying from the view of an adult thinking, yeah. it's all just harmless, It doesn't like it but there's nothing really yeah much going on. It was that through that sort of lens in a way. Cool. Whereas actually if it would had the extra layer of just how horrible and awful and yeah. intimidating bullying yeah. actually is in reality, that would have been a whole other layer of, of, of dread and horror yeah. <laughs> to yeah. that to that story
0: would and it would have been just so much richer.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm. That sounds yeah. good. you're definitely selling it to me. I'll, i do want to try and catch you.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I, I think I don't think it's been anywhere near as successful as like I think A Quiet Place came out just around the same yeah, time. Yeah, I think that probably drew the horror audience yeah, to that. because it? it's much more obvious. This is. Um. But this is this is just something quite classic about it. I think you'll No, I know what
3: you mean. It's kind. Of, it's going back to the Tales from the Crypt and the show and all those, isn't it?
0: A little bit, yeah. A little bit, but it's more. it's got more in common with League of Gentlemen. Yeah. And, um, Inside Number Nine, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it has, yeah.
1: I think this is the one I'd recommend mm. more than any. It'd be good to see
2: some more portmanteau horror, wouldn't it? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think like there's like, it's like in that style and almost, I don't know, you could get you know, new writers or filmmakers combining to make a oh, yeah. A portmanteau horror would be really yeah. good
0: at that quality and that. Definitely. Film. A Quiet Place? Saw so that, I so saw that, I so saw A Quiet Place the night before Ghost Stories. So A Quiet Place is set in uh, 2020 and the Earth population has been, has been destroyed by these aliens that have come to Earth that are big, like, giant spider-type things and they hunt on sound. So everybody has to be completely silent for the whole time. No one can make the slightest noise. And it follows the Abbott family, so um, the mum and dad are played by John Krasinski and Emily Blunt and then they've got... directed it as well? And he's directed you? it, yeah. I think he wrote it, I think he co-wrote yeah, it. Yeah, he did. Are oh, they married as well? And they're
1: married. <laughs> yeah, because she wasn't meant to be part of the film, but then he left the script out on the side and she read it and was like, I want that part. Oh, really? Didn't know that? So that's why she got in it. Because I watched it on Graham Norton. Oh, um, yeah. Graham, yeah. I um, watched
0: that episode but the fast was it's Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> um,
1: but she turned around and said that I wasn't meant to be a part of it at all, but she just literally read the script and was like, no, I need that role.
3: Yeah.
0: She's good as well. yes So it's those two and they've sense. got three kids haven't they? They've got two boys and a girl who's deaf and um, the, so the, everyone's got to be silent and they're sort of pillaging the local corner shop aren't they the local supermarket in, in like a really deserted town and then they have to creep on tiptoes back to their farmhouse without making any sort of noise but the youngest boy has got like a, a, a toy rocket which they take the batteries out and then as they're walking home they're all walking in a line and the youngest boy is right at the back and he puts the batteries in the rocket and suddenly noise I and mean, within a second he's snaffled so the, the, the youngest kid gets killed at the, in the beginning spoiler um and then it jumps forward like a year or something um and it's how they're getting on with things and obviously they've got to be completely silent but there's one little problem and she's pregnant Mm. So, obviously, a baby ain't got to be silent when it's born. So, it's like prepare them for that when she gives birth. Mm. And that's so that's the premise of the film. So, they're trying to survive in this world where they can't make a sound. seen people call it groundbreaking. No, I wonder what people are talking about. Really, I've I've seen lots of films of this it, ilk before.
1: It was a cross between a uh, Hush, the episode of Buffy. Hush. Buffy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but less good, and <laughs> um, it was like that. Meets um, what are the creatures? I can't even think of what. It Lots was of that. it reminds
0: me of something. So there's like stuff in cornfields so that obviously you think. Cloverfield, paint. like
1: the, the small creatures in Cloverfield. Cloverfield. Sounds yeah. like
0: signs
3: as well. Signs, man, signs.
0: Made me think of signs. Oh, Do you have no
3: signs? It's terrible. It's the uh, I, it's no. the only film I've ever been offended by. The signs. I really liked it, just because the ending. It, it just makes no sense. It I remember enjoying it. L-
1: the first thing for me was that I remember enjoying science <laughs> the first time I watched it, and then I watched it again and I was like, what the fuck is this? And it was the worst piece of shit I've ever seen, and now I've never
0: watched it again. I don't know what you're about talking about. <laughs> I think it's really good. All of the performances and I think Mel Gibson is really good. And there's <laughs> <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix is really good. And the kids are really good. Is it just me? It's just you. Oh, wow. It, Again, it it's just the
3: twist. The twist for me. I, I can't. Yeah. It, it just. I, I can't. I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Not know, even words for no. how stupid it is.
0: Isn't it that water kills them, but yeah. they've come to a planet that's like 80% water? Yes. It's yeah,
3: that two enslaved have raced at 80% water. <laughs> they've been on Earth for 50 years, but they never wondered what that blue stuff is, or seen it rain. <laughs> What's your point? <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you just to
0: slagging the happening off. Mm-hmm.
3: But at least... <laughs> <laughs> at, least that's, at least that's bad um, Nobody likes the happening Because it is crap But people genuinely like science
0: I, mean, like, yeah. I think the end's and stupid But I like the journey up until the end
3: See I was thinking maybe the twist is It's God that kills the aliens Because he blesses the water first Doesn't he? Yeah He blesses the sink And he fl- throws oh, water Oh maybe, maybe that's what it is But then God's not real So it's just, that's even stupider twist But is Shyamalan yeah. a bit
0: religious though? I think he is isn't he? Okay. It might be propaganda. Back to this one.
1: The general premise on it is just the like, creepy quietness. Um, it is a very, very silent film.
0: And it's really good. What I do like about it is... Remember we were talking... I think we were talking on a previous podcast about the fact that James Wan makes horror films loud to cover up the fact that people use the phones in the cinema, which I think is the one of the most depressing things I've ever heard. Yeah. That they, yeah, yeah. That, so, so there's certain filmmakers, horror filmmakers, that get told by the studio make sure there's a jump scare every five minutes, make it loud, it's to cover up the fact that people use their phones and talk in the cinema and rustle, rustle paper bags. That's the rule for horror movies, apparently. Whereas this one does the opposite, and makes people be quiet, because it's completely silent, so everybody is completely engrossed in it.
1: You see, I had issues with it, because people were eating popcorn next to me, and, like, around me, it was everywhere. <laughs> and I couldn't even eat popcorn, like... Cause I can't hate myself eating, or I can't hate other people eating. So like it was at times, it was genuinely just Stressful. irritating me mm. and awkward. Cause like there's something going, where
0: did and I was you, like, where did you it. see it? In the audience. Where did you, you see it? But I saw it in fact. But there was one person in there doing Hi. that as well. There was one. There was one couple who were like idiots, and he was eating popcorn. And then at one of the most quiet moments. He kicked his drink over and everyone in the everyone in the cinema went <gasps> <gasps> what as if we were in the film and we, kept, and we were going to be caught by the monsters because we kicked so no was angry at him everyone was just yeah. scared which i thought was hilarious so I think for that bravo That's to good. the film i think do you know what when, when i first saw it i mean i've written you can have a look at my review on on our uh, blog screaming com. i do think it's a really really good film i think it's a very good film um but I think some of the accolades I've seen people hailing at it are just ridiculous, and I think you all need to go and get yourselves a grip. <laughs> it's not groundbreaking, it's not the best thing ever made, um, and it's not any good as ghost stories. If I hadn't have then gone on to see ghost stories,
1: and if I hadn't have gone on to see Strangers... And even The Terrifier, I think I would have actually been saying this film was really, really, really freaking good. But then I sort of saw better things in mm. the same week. And even though I think it is a really good film, I, I think I then went to see Ghost Stories the next thing just was nope, this is well better. Yeah. This is a much more effective film. But not to take anything away from it because it
0: is a good film and it is tense. It really engrosses you. The silence engrosses you and there's lots of it that's subtitled as well. Did um, a lot of sound language. And sign I like language. Sign language. He use an actual
1: deaf actress, which I thought was neat. Um, it's a bit schmaltzy.
0: There's a scene in it which is very American schmaltz, which mm. just made me feel a bit sick. Family. Yeah. I think family a little bit yeah. yeah. Um,
1: the, the the bit where she obviously you know it's gonna happen anyway so it's not really a spoiler but where she starts giving birth in the bathtub with the monsters coming up behind it that was really incredibly good. tense. Yeah. And that was with watching yeah. the film
0: just and to lead up to that. There's a scene in a submerged basement where the where it's flooded and the baby's floating on the water and the monsters by it and she's gotta try and get the baby away, which is very ripply wasn't it? It was very aliens. Yeah. Um so there's lots of stuff in it that you'll recognise from other films. But they do it really well and it's a nice script. So yeah, I recommend that one as well. Just a bit
3: a bit overblown the praise. It's yeah, it's just bullshit really yeah. Go and watch Buffy. Mm.
0: Buffy. <laughs> Buffy. yeah Go watch large. signs. <laughs> I went to see just briefly I went to see the original Nightmare on Elm Street at the at the cinema last week um, for the first time I've never seen it on the big screen before and that was brilliant that was great there, there weren't many people there um, but the people who were there loved it and they really loved whenever Nancy's mum acted <laughs> basically they loved it people were like cheering and everything for her so that was nice to see so there you go. That's our little rundown of stuff that we've seen that is actually current and out now. Um, so we all, I think, we'll be we all want to see the strangers too. After your recommendation, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly I'll
1: write helpful. up a little thing for the blog as well, so cool. a bit more
0: in depth. Yeah, do you agree with us? Um, do you want to come round and measure us because we just your favourite film. Mm-hmm. Actually, didn't this anything mm-hmm. apart from signs? I'm still not ready to forgive you over that one. Any of you? I actually think quite a place it's better than what we're saying at this. <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah, there's plenty of people out there who do. But there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let us know. You can tweet me at Johnny Larkin. Tweet Stephen HD99. You can tweet Jonathan.
3: Uh, Cthulhu502.
0: Or you can get Martin. I don't know how. I've been in the tunnel looking for the tenth <laughs> number. <laughs> for the, what? Tenth the tenth number. number. The Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we'll be back next week with our next episode of Screaming Queens. So thank you.
3: Bye.